ideas for you. Um, I'm so sorry it took me a while to get back to part two. I have been away um, traveling. First trip since all the COVID stuff happened. So it's been about three years since I've done live events. So it was really lovely to meet lots of you. I think um, maybe some of you that I met are listening to this podcast, I hope so, or watching this video. Um, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, just in case you don't realize, you can watch this podcast as a video on my YouTube channel, Quirky Cooking Chats. Um, sorry, the YouTube channel is Quirky Cooking, but it's the playlist, Quirky Cooking Chats. And then at the end of the video, I'll show some um, demonstrations of some breakfasts. So if you're listening, um, thanks so much. And I hope that I can meet more of you in more live events coming up. Um, it was really great to meet people in Balimba and south of Brisbane in Jimboomba. We also had um, a catch up with the Zazen team at their new factory, which I'm gonna be sharing soon um, with a special deal for those of you who follow um, on social media and also who are following via my newsletter, keep an eye out for a special deal from Zazen water filters, alkaline water filters. I also did a book signing in Brunswick Heads and that was awesome fun. Thank you to Wal Foster of Natural Ice Cream Australia for hosting us. Um, we had the best ice cream in the world at Wal's Little Blue Van in Brunswick Heads. And Wal's going to be joining us on the next podcast to tell us all about how he got started making cultured ice cream, how it works, why it's great. Um, and you guys will be really interested to hear this podcast and I show some videos of his um, lovely ice cream creations. So that was a lot of fun. So we had a quirky team trip. It was really great because most of my team hasn't met each other. Um, we're spread across Australia. We have some in Melbourne and some in far North Queensland. Um, so we got all together in Brunswick Heads and spent some time together and it was a lot of fun. So that was a really lovely trip. I came back absolutely exhausted and all peopled out. I love meeting people and I love chatting to you all, but I think um, I'm just not used to it. <laughs> I think we have our you know, social life at home, but it's very much quieter than when you're away and every day is full of people from early morning till late at night but it was amazing and um, I'm, I'm back ready to work again. So I thought I'll get this video done and get this out. And then the next podcast will be with Wall all about cultured ice cream. So I think you're gonna enjoy that. I also attended the Nutrition Academy Summit in, let's see, where was that? Kingscliff in the Gold Coast. And that was really amazing. Some absolutely wonderful speakers. Um, I was just blown away by how much I learned. I had to buy all the recordings because it was just so good and I want my kids to hear it. Um, but one of the speakers especially um, was probably my favorite was Dr. Pran Yoganathan. And he really dives into the traditional diets of different cultures and the history and anthropology and um, just natural health from the viewpoint of a gastroenterologist and hepatologist. So he is also going to be on the podcast soon. Um, and I know I get a lot of questions from people lately about meat because it's become such a divisive issue, sadly. Um, even though it's a very traditional part of the human diet and 
all cultures in the past have eaten animal products, um, there is, a, you know, there is a lot of pressure now to move away from eating animal products. So Dr. Pran is going to come onto the podcast soon to talk about the importance of animal products in our diet, in the human diet, um, biologically, and how, how it works in our bodies, why we need it, um, and also, you know, the, just talking about some of the issues that are being raised in the popular media at the moment um, and answering those questions that I'm being sent about should we eat meat? Um, is, it, is it bad for our health? Is it bad for the environment? So we're going to talk a bit about that in a future podcast as well. Okay, on to the breakfasts. So if you missed the last podcast, you can go back and listen to that um, either before or after this one. It doesn't matter because they both stand alone. But you'll find in that one some ideas for replacing commercial um, refined foods like cereal and toast, you know, the, the Western sad diet <laughs> um, type, type of refined foods. So some ideas for um, breakfasts that are quick and easy um, and can be prepared ahead that include things like toast and muffins and pancakes and cereals and porridge and granolas, but are much healthier, nutrient-dense versions. Um, and I will be putting up a whole um, blog post on my website all um, about these two podcasts with links to the recipes as much as possible. Sorry, I didn't get that done yet. As you know, I've been quite busy, um, but that's coming soon. All right, so today we'll go on to egg-based breakfasts and then we're going to talk about egg-free breakfasts because I also get a lot of questions from people saying, you know, my child's allergic to eggs or I'm so sick of eggs because I've been eating like a paleo diet or a GAPS diet and I've had way too many eggs and now I'm really tired of them. Is there something I could eat that's gluten-free, grain-free, egg-free, sometimes dairy-free um, that would be quick and easy for breakfast? So I've got lots of ideas for you. When we first started on a gut healing diet, so we did the GAPS protocol to work on healing the gut, um, we didn't have any egg at first, so we had no grains, gluten, um, no dairy, no eggs, um, no tomatoes. Um, so we had a very simple, basically meat and veggies, meat stock kind of diet. Um, and then we added in other foods very slowly as we could handle them. Um, so egg yolks first, and then gradually adding in the egg whites and then other foods. So a lot of people, when they're first working on a gut healing diet, do need to omit eggs. But once you start to heal that gut lining, most people find they can bring eggs back in. And eggs are a superfood. They are a real superfood, not a pretend packaged, crazily marketed superfood, but a traditional, healthy, nourishing superfood that definitely should be included in your diet if you can cope with eggs. Um, and if you can't, then you need to really work on some gut healing, but we'll leave that for another podcast. Um, if you want to know more about healing the gut and sort of reducing all the food allergies and intolerances, um, you can listen to the podcast Gut Health 101, where I interview integrative nutritionist and GAPS practitioner, 
Elise Comerford and she gives a really good overview of how to get started on your gut healing journey. Okay, eggs for breakfast. Let's talk about ideas for eggs that are quick and easy and a lot of these can be prepared ahead. Um, but some of them are just so quick that it's, it's really five minutes to quickly get your breakfast and, and eat it. Um, I mostly have scrambled eggs for breakfast, um, either scrambled eggs or fried eggs, because I just find it's quick, it's filling, it will keep me going for the whole morning, and it's very nourishing. So what I'll often do is either slice up a little bit of bacon and fry that, and then add a couple of eggs and scramble that through and have that with a spoonful of sauerkraut or um, just some eggs scrambled with a bit of homemade sour cream. That's really delicious. You can add some chopped chives if you like, or a sprinkle of dried herbs. Um, and yeah, just anything really that's in the fridge, like leftover cooked mints, sliced sausages that are cooked. Um, if you've got some bacon already chopped up and cooked ahead, that will save you a bit of time. Um, things like um, tomato, onion, zucchini, either chopped finely or grated, um, a little bit of spring onion. You can have those sort of things prepped ahead in the fridge, um, whisk them through some eggs, pour it into a pan with a bit of ghee, and it's cooked in like a minute in a nice hot cast iron pan. It won't take long. Um, so that's a really nourishing breakfast and that's what I prefer to eat most mornings. Sometimes we'll just have boiled eggs, so we'll soft boil them because the yolk is easier to digest if it's soft and the white is easiest to digest if it's cooked. So soft boiled eggs are the perfect solution um, to a very easy to digest egg. Fried eggs that are um, have a soft yolk are also great and poached eggs if you know how to poach eggs. Um, if, you, if you're just having some boiled eggs and you're in a hurry, um, one of the things that my daughter Cassia and I like to do is just serve an egg with a bit of butter on it. So you just cut your boiled egg open and put a slice of butter on it or have a bit of cheese with it. Um, you can do, like we were talking about in the last podcast, um, your grain-free toast already sliced up in the freezer. Just take out a slice, put it in the toaster um, or some seed crackers. Sometimes I'll steam asparagus and dip that into my soft boiled eggs. Um, or you can boil the eggs the day before, peel them and have them in the fridge ready to go for the morning if you just want to grab a cold egg. And um, if you want to make it better, you can make deviled eggs the day before. If you haven't made deviled eggs, the recipe is in Simple Healing Food. It's basically uh, mayonnaise and mustard, salt and pepper, um, all stirred through the cooked yolks and then mashed and then put back into the egg whites and um, sprinkle with some smoked paprika and it's really delicious. All right, boiled egg breakfast bowls are a favorite here as well. So you have your boiled eggs ready to go. You have all the different toppings and um, condiments um, ready to go in a container in the fridge. And then you can just pop it out onto the bench in the morning. Everybody can put together their own bowl and um, it's very quick to prep because everything's ready to go. So that's a good um, warm weather breakfast because everything's cold. Or if you want to, you can do um, all those side dishes cold, but then fry eggs quickly so that you've got something hot. One of my favorite breakfasts other than scrambled eggs is eggs poached in a bit of chicken stock. So I'll have the chicken stock ready to go in the fridge. 
um, and some sliced or grated or spiralized veggies in a container in the fridge. And then in the morning, just get my little pot, um, simmer some stock just until it's warm, add some veggies and let them simmer for maybe just a minute or two because if they're grated or spiralized, they won't take long. So carrot, zucchini, um, finely sliced mushroom, um, spinach leaves, things like that. You can just pop in that will cook in a minute or two. And then when they're just about ready, you just crack a couple of eggs in, put the lid partially on and let that simmer. And then it'll only take another 30 seconds to one minute and then that will be ready. So you want the egg so that the yolk is still soft. Um, if, you, if you don't like soft yolks, make it a little bit firmer, but gradually decrease how much time you cook the eggs so that you get to the stage where you're having soft yolk eggs, um, because as I said, it's easier to digest. Um, and it's just like so delicious when you break into the egg and it, got, it sort of spreads into the stock and it just makes it really yummy. So that's a great breakfast to make if you've got a little bit more time. It doesn't take long though. Um, when you fry your eggs or scramble your eggs, make sure that you're using a good fat. So ghee is perfect if you can have ghee. If you can't have ghee, then you could use a bit of olive oil. Um, coconut oil, as long as the heat is kept low, but I don't really like the taste of coconut oil with eggs. I'd rather um, ghee, butter or olive oil. If you're using coconut oil or butter, you'll need to keep the heat low so that it doesn't um, burn um, because both coconut oil and butter have a lower smoke point, whereas olive oil has a bit of a high smoke point and then ghee has a, a really, really high smoke point. Um, so if you want to use a cast iron pan, which is what I use, um, make sure that you've got the fat covering the base, just in a little thin layer, um, and cook at medium low temperature so that it's not gonna burn um, because cast iron really holds the heat. And just remember the importance of not using Teflon because you don't want that in your food. All right, frittata. Probably all of you have done that for breakfasts before. Um, it's something that you can make ahead and have in the fridge ready to go. Spanish tortilla as well, um, where you can make a big heap of roast veggies for dinner, for instance, um, and then stir the roast veggies through some scrambled egg with um, raw egg with um, maybe some spinach leaves, a bit of sliced onion. Um, you could put some fried mushrooms in there, a bit of herbs, salt and pepper, and then just bake that in a, like a pie dish. And then in the morning you can slice it up into wedges and just fry it in a bit of ghee in the pan to warm it up. Or you can eat it cold, it's, it's lovely both ways. It's like a cheats quiche, it's super easy. And you can use what's left over from dinner if you roast some veggies or cook some veggies for dinner. Um, you can use that to make your frittata. Spanish tortilla is usually made with potatoes, but you can make that with sweet potatoes. And there is a recipe for that in life-changing food. Bacon, egg and spinach pies, another favorite recipe in our family. And also for many people, it's in life-changing food. So that one, you just, um, you get your muffin tray you put the muffin cups in and then you add um, bacon, either around the sides or covering the bottom of each muffin cup. A couple of leaves of spinach, crack an egg in, sprinkle it with salt and pepper and pop it in the oven for 20 minutes while you go have your shower and get ready 
And when you come back, you've got these beautiful little bacon, egg and spinach pies, which taste delicious, hot or cold. So we'll sometimes have them prepared ahead and eat that for breakfast cold. If you're in a hurry, just you can just grab it. It's got the muffin cup so you can take it with you um, or you can cook them in the morning and have them hot. We also use them for like a lunchbox filler. So they're really yummy. Mini quiches, sort of like the frittata, you can make them with or without pastry. Um, and I love having those in the freezer ready to go. Um, I did talk about that a little bit in the last video with some ideas for pastries using the grain-free pastry um, or the almond milk pastry. So the grain-free dough is in life-changing food. That one's got potatoes, starches, almond meal, eggs, olive oil. Um, and it makes a really nice pastry. But if you want a really simple one, the almond meal pastry is also perfect for quiches. And I actually prefer that one for quiches. And it's just almond meal, eggs, a little bit of butter or ghee or coconut oil and salt. So really easy, you just blend it up. So you can make those, prepare them ahead and freeze them or keep them in the fridge. And then I just pop them in the grill to warm up while I'm getting ready or I eat them cold. And I take those when I, so I just got back from this trip and I took some of those on the plane, frozen, and just pop them into a cold bag and then they thaw out throughout the day and then you can just eat them cold. So they're very handy. Spicy pumpkin mash. If you haven't tried this one, spicy pumpkin mash with baked eggs is in Simple Healing Food and I've also put it on the blog. Um, so when you're making dinner, roast some pumpkin and then you scoop the pumpkin out and you mash it with spices and warm it up in the pan. And then I use a 20 centimeter cast iron pan and I just press holes into the mash when it's ready. Um, so you've got indents, crack an egg into each indent and then pop it in the oven to cook. And um, it takes about 15 to 20 minutes and you get these beautiful um, yeah, baked eggs in a spicy mash. So that's a great one for breakfast. Or what I've done also when I'm in a hurry is um, have the mash ready to go in the fridge um, and I just heat a little bit up in a frying pan with some ghee and then fry an egg with it. So that's the quick version. Okay, old favorite breakfast casserole. You've probably seen me making this plenty of times on Instagram stories or Facebook stories if you follow me. Um, it's such an old favorite in our family. It was one that I made quite often for Christmas breakfast because you can prepare it ahead, have it in the fridge and just warm it up. Um, either cut it into slices and just heat them in a pan in a bit of ghee or stick them under the grill or put the whole thing in the oven to warm up. But if you're making this one ahead for quick breakfasts, what I recommend doing is you make the big casserole, you cut it into squares, um, wrap each square in baking paper and store them in a freezer bag in the freezer. And then um, the night before, always think of your breakfast the night before, if you're gonna have a busy morning, take out however many you'll need, put them in the fridge, and then in the morning, you can just pop that under the grill, or I prefer to fry it in a pan with some ghee because then you get that crispy base. So the base is made out of either potato, finely chopped potato, finely grated potato, or cauliflower. So you can do the paleo version or the potato version. Um, and it's kind of like a hash brown on the bottom. And then it has a layer of mince with um, zucchini and spices and egg. And then it has an egg and zucchini layer. And it's just really delicious. So if you 
um, want to see that one being made, have a look at my videos and I'll put the link in the breakfast post. But the recipe is in Simple Healing Food and it's also on my blog, Quirky Cooking. Another one that we love um, that's prepared ahead and my kids love it either for breakfasts or lunches is Toad in the Hole. So that is a traditional recipe, like an old fashioned recipe that we've I've adjusted to make um, grain free, um, low carb, high fat. So I've used a, a batter made with either nuts or seeds, eggs and ghee or butter. And um, basically you just put your sausages in the oven on a tray, let them cook for 20 minutes, take it out, whiz up all the batter ingredients at once and then pour that over the sausages, put it back in the oven for another 20 minutes and it comes out all puffy and then it'll sink a little bit. Um, you can eat it hot, obviously, or you can slice it into squares and then um, store them in the fridge or freezer. And then same as the breakfast casserole, I usually just heat it up a slice in the pan or under the grill. Um, but yeah, we like that one for breakfast or in a lunchbox cold. And you can just have a you know, spoonful of sauerkraut, a few leafy greens if you want to, and it's just delicious. Another favorite from Simple Healing Food is the spicy beef, egg and avo bowls. So I make this one for retreats um, for one of the breakfasts and everyone loves it. It's got a beef and onion mixture that's nice and spicy and tasty. It's not hot and spicy, it's flavorsome spicy. So you can make it for little kids. If they don't like onions, you can change the onions to other vegetables. Like maybe you might want to use a bit of zucchini and um, cauliflower or whatever to bulk out that mince and then make that ahead and pop it in the fridge chop up all your veggies if you're gonna have boiled eggs with it you, you boil the eggs and peel them you have them ready um, and then it's all in the fridge ready to go and in the morning all you do is warm up the beef mixture put a couple of spoonfuls in, in into each bowl and then everybody puts the toppings on that they want um, so we usually do the beef mixture with um, boiled eggs, halved, avocado, sauerkraut, some leafy greens like baby spinach or English spinach or even um, sliced lettuce. Um, if you want to some crispy mushrooms or fried mushrooms, um, you could do some carrot sticks, whatever you like. It's really yummy. And that one can also be made egg free. Obviously, you just don't put the boiled eggs onto the bowls. So let's go on to egg-free breakfast ideas because I know there's lots of you out there that are waiting for this. If you have my cookbook, Simple Healing Food, there are 109 egg-free recipes in that book that are either egg-free or have an egg-free variation. Out of 140 recipes, there's 109 that you can make that are egg-free. So if you don't have simple healing food, that's probably a great option for you if you are struggling with eating eggs. Okay, so here's some ideas for breakfast for those of you who can't have eggs. Baked beans, homemade baked beans are really delicious. I think they're much better than the bought tinned ones. And you can make a big batch ahead and freeze them in small containers or have it in the fridge ready to go and just quickly warm some up on the stove. And I like that um, with either some roasted sweet potato, like I talked about in the last video, or leftover roast veggies, just quickly warmed up in a pan with some ghee, spoonful of sauerkraut, 
there's a meal. For those of you who do have eggs, it's also delicious baked. Um, baked beans are also delicious with fried eggs. Bit of bacon if you want to, and there's a really filling meal. Um, if you struggle with digesting beans, um, obviously you're not going to eat this recipe, but make this recipe. Um, but if you work on gut health and then start with really easy to digest, well-soaked, well-prepared white beans like um, navy beans, cannellini beans, um, you can use lima beans. So those, those white beans that um, cook down really, really well. Uh, make a big batch, cook them yourself um, without salt so that they get really soft because the salt will um, slow down the cooking process. And then at the end of the cooking time, then you can add the salt, make them into baked beans, whatever, and then have those in the freezer ready to go. They'll be heaps easier to digest that way. So we talked about the baked whole sweet potatoes last video and ways to use that. Um, but I do tend to have those in the fridge quite often so that I can slice them up and fry them in the pan for breakfast with a bit of bacon or um, just with some salad and some sauerkraut, some seeds sprinkled on top, um, the baked beans, or sometimes I have it with cabbage, bacon and onion stir fry. So this is another good egg-free option that you can make ahead. The recipe's in life-changing food, but you'll see the video at the end of this um, podcast. You'll see that at the end of this video, you can watch how, how to make that. Um, but basically you just finely slice cabbage, onion and bacon, stir fry it all together in some olive oil, add some salt and pepper, and then just pop it in the fridge and use a spoonful of that in the morning, quickly warmed up in the pan. Um, and I love that with the roasted sweet potato. Savory mints on toast, classic breakfast meal. We had this growing up quite often. There's a recipe for savory mints in my Simple Healing Food Cookbook, as well as the grain-free bread recipes. Um, and that one is makes a lot. So you can freeze it in small containers, take out what you need the day before, pop it in the fridge, and then warm that up quickly to have on a piece of grain-free toast. That's a really good um, meal for when you want to make sure that you've got energy all morning and you're not going to be snacking and hungry. Some people have mentioned that they, their kids love having a picky plate for breakfast. Very similar to what I talked about with the um, boiled egg bowls or the beef and onion bowls. Um, but basically prepping the day before or the night before um, a container of sliced or cubed cheese, um, carrot sticks, fruit, cold meat, um, eggs if you're having them, nuts and seeds, like you could have roasted nuts and seeds or the savory type ones like the ones in Simple Healing Food, dips or pate, seed crackers, um, all those kinds of things in containers ready to go. Another thing I like to have on hand is baked mini meatballs. So I'll just roll up some mints, usually um, just mint, salt and pepper, but sometimes I'll add some pate or some minced liver and some herbs. And sometimes um, you can, if you want to bolt them out further and you can have egg, you could put egg and breadcrumbs, some grain-free breadcrumbs, but I usually just keep it really plain and have 
mint, salt, pepper, herbs, and maybe some pate. So if you're wanting to add some pate or liver to your meatballs to make them even more nutritious, um, you can add about 100 grams of the pate or the finely minced liver to about four to 500 grams of the mince. Mix it all up with some herbs, salt and pepper and roll it into walnut sized meatballs and then just lay them on a baking tray. Bake them for about 20 minutes at 180 degrees. It may be a bit less than that. I can't remember exactly, but until they're done and then put them into a container with any of the juices that have come out of the meat, put, put the juices on top of the meatballs, put them into the fridge and then you can use those hot or cold to add to these picky plates or breakfast bowls or just to snack on, add to lunch boxes. So that's a favorite in our family as well. We put meatballs in cos lettuce wraps and that was a good little lunch. Um, and it's also great for a breakfast on the go. Sausages, like I mentioned before, you can just bake them on a tray. I hardly ever fry sausages on the stovetop because they make such a mess. I just lay them in a single layer in a baking tray and cook them for 20 minutes at 180 degrees. And you can get some really good sausages if you ask your butcher for, um, you can either ask for paleo sausages or you can ask for grain-free, no filler sausages. But most butchers will have an option these days for um, sausages that are preservative free and don't have all the fillers. Um, but if you can't find them locally, you can often order them online from places that deliver all over Australia. So get some good quality sausages and your kids will love it. Most kids just adore sausages, especially if you have some good tomato sauce, um, which I have good recipes for if you want a tomato sauce recipe. Um, so you can bake them and have them in the fridge cold ready to go and I use them in scrambled eggs like I mentioned earlier or just have them as um, if you're not using eggs then you can just have them like on a picky plate um, or chopped up into small pieces and fried with some mushrooms and um, some halved cherry tomatoes a bit of onion that makes a really nice breakfast as well and just have some um, salad greens with that. Mushrooms are one of my favorite additions to breakfast. If I have shiitake mushrooms or oyster mushrooms, um, I'll slice them really thin and cook them in ghee on the stove top until they start to get crispy. Oh, so good. Um, so you can use that as a side dish. Um, so serve it with your roast veggies or roast sweet potato. Um, or if you're having eggs, you can obviously have it with eggs. Another great egg-free idea for breakfast. So if you're making a roast dinner, get a larger roast than you usually would if possible. Um, and when you cut it up for dinner, slice it really finely and maybe leave about half of it um, for the next day. Wrap it up, put it in the fridge so no one eats it. Because I know if I have a lot of roast beef or lamb sitting there, they'll just keep eating. So I make heaps of roast veggies as well as a salad and, and just give them a few slices of meat so they don't get heaps of meat. Um, and then I've got leftovers for the next day. And what I do is wait until it's cold and then I thinly slice it with a very sharp knife. So you get those paper thin slices of roast beef or lamb or pork and then have that with some slices of cheese, lettuce, maybe some chutney, um, 
have that for breakfast just together on a plate or you can um, put it into a like a grain-free bread or flatbread um, sandwich or wrap and then you can eat that on the run um, so that can be ready to go the night before so that you can grab and go um, sometimes if I've got time what I'll do is get the roast meat and just heat it in the pan in a bit of ghee um, and then have that with some leftover roast veggies heated as well. So that's really delicious for breakfast. It's also great for lunches. Homemade pizza or pizza, totally okay for breakfast. <laughs> we all love pizza for breakfast, right? Leftover pizza. Um, there's some really good recipes in life-changing food also on my website. And if you search on my videos page, you'll see lots of demos of different types of healthy pizzas and pizzas. Mitza, for those of you who don't know, is the base is made with mince, onion, salt and pepper, and you just spread that onto the trays. You bake that first until it's brown, and then you can drizzle off the juices and use them um, like it's just like stock, so you can just pop them in the fridge for something else. Um, then you top your pizza just as usual, so tomato paste, herbs, cheese, um, grated zucchini, mushrooms, olives, pineapple, ham, whatever you like. Um, sometimes I'll do cubes of roasted pumpkin. Um, I do all sorts of things on my pizzas. Um, I've got marinated eggplant that we marinated ourselves. All of that kind of thing goes on top and then back into the oven just to um, melt the cheese or heat it all up. And that is a delicious cold breakfast or you can quickly warm it in the grill. You can also make them in little like muffin cups so that they're ready to go. So they're in the paper cup um, and have those ready for um, breakfast in the morning and just eat them cold. Uh, fish fingers, homemade fish fingers are also a really great option for breakfast. So you may not think of this as a breakfast food, but we do. <laughs> fish is also a breakfast food. So yeah, don't, don't forget that there's fish that is a really good option for breakfast. So um, you can do just a piece of grilled fish with some sides, maybe some avocado, a bit of leafy greens, or you could do the baked fish fingers. I love doing the baked fish fingers because it bulks it out because you're dipping the, um, sorry, you're coating the fish in um, like a almond meal or seed coating. You can use egg or you can use ghee to coat it. The, I think the recipe in Simple Healing Food is just ghee, um, or you could use olive oil or something else, milk, like a dairy-free milk, um, something to stick that coating on with. And you just stick it onto your pieces. You want to cut them quite thin because they bulk out with the coating. And then you just put them on a tray, drizzle it with ghee or oil, and then um, bake it for about 20 minutes. And then I keep them in the fridge and we eat those cold or hot. So that's a really good option both for breakfast and for lunches. When you make your chicken stock, um, you can use chicken drumsticks or wings. And then when your stock's ready, scoop out the drumsticks or wings, put them in a container in the fridge, maybe sprinkle them with some um, spice mix, like one of my quirky cooking spice blends, which are just about to be released in my shop. <laughs> Tex-Mex blend is really delicious on the um, chicken or the butter chicken blend. Um, and then you can um, just cover them, put them in the fridge and they're really good cold as a quick breakfast or I warm them up in the grill or the pan um, and just have that with a bit of salad 
you have to sort of get past the idea that breakfast is always cereal, toast, eggs, um, smoothies. Um, just start to think of breakfast as a meal, just like any other meal, and then you can get a lot more options. And I find with kids, they often will be more interested in breakfast if it's a meal that they love. So if you've got leftover spaghetti bolognese or pizza or whatever it is that they love, butter chicken, um, healthy versions, of course, um, keep some in containers in the fridge or freezer for their breakfast and offer them a meal for breakfast and see how you go. And they may be a lot more interested in that than they were in cereal or toast. Um, if you're trying to adjust to a more nutrient dense breakfast, that's a really good way to do it. Oh, I should also um, mention Rosti or hash browns. That is probably another breakfast that's more traditional, but it also can be made quite healthy. So you can either cook the potato ahead and then put it in the fridge and then grate the cooked potato to make your rosti or hash browns. Or the recipe in Life Changing Food is raw sweet potato grated. You leave it for five minutes, you squeeze the liquid out of it and you just mix it with salt and pepper, flatten them and put them into the pan with olive oil or ghee. So it's really easy. And if you've got leftover roast potatoes or mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes, um, put them in the fridge and then the next morning you can make the sort of like a potato cake with the mashed potatoes or you can use the um, roast potatoes to grate and make into the rosti. And I really like those with a little bit of um, mackerel or if you can get good quality salmon that's not farmed or a bit of tuna even on top and a blob of sour cream, bit of fresh dill, yum. Soup. One of my favorite breakfasts is just soup. Whatever soup you have left in the fridge from dinner, or if you've made a big batch of soup and there's been a little bit left, freeze it in single serves so that you've got soups ready for breakfast. My favorite would be pumpkin soup for breakfast probably, or like a chicken soup. Um, but there's things like on my, on my website and in my cookbooks, there's everything from cream of broccoli, pumpkin and leek, carrot and ginger, lemon chicken and coconut, which you can add some noodles to if you want to, creamy chicken and brown rice soup. That is an awesome idea for breakfast for kids. They love that recipe. Creamy chicken and brown rice soup is on the blog and in my quirky cooking cookbook. Um, you can just thin it with a little more stock if you need to, because when it's been in the fridge, it thickens. Sweet potato soup in life-changing food. Um, any roast veggies can be pureed with some stock and made into a very quick soup. Add a couple of, if you if you can have eggs, add a couple of egg yolks at the end, um, or a blob of sour cream, homemade 24 hour sour cream, um, or even just a cup of chicken stock warmed up on the stove and whisk through either a couple of egg yolks or um, a little bit of a squeeze of lemon juice and some um, leftover cauliflower mash. That just makes a really quick and easy soup breakfast. The good thing about soup is you can pop it into your keep cup um, with a sealed lid and take it with you when you go. So if you're if you know you're going to be in a hurry in the morning maybe get a you can either get a soup cooking in the slow cooker to be cooking all night and in the morning it's hot you blend it up it's ready to go or else you just have it ready and warm it up on the stove in the morning pour it into the keep cups off you go. 
drink it on the way. Just don't overheat it or you'll burn your mouth. <laughs> okay, so um, other soups and stews and hot pots that we love having in um, for breakfast, which are any meal really, we have them at any meal. These are all egg-free recipes. Um, so things like hearty beef stew, lamb stew or lamb hot pot, pork belly hot hot pot or pumpkin and pork, pumpkin and beans, the lamb shank stew or soup, um, beef and cabbage soup, meatball soup, that one's super easy, super easy. Um, okay, chicken and turmeric soup, um, chicken and kale soup, that's so quick you can make that in five minutes in the morning. Um, it's just basically chicken stock, add your chopped chicken. If you've got cooked chicken from the, making the stock, just use that with some shredded kale or spinach or um, silver beet, um, some finely sliced carrots, a squeeze of lemon juice, a bit of salt and pepper, very quick soup. Minestrone is great if you make a big pot of minestrone on the weekend and freeze it in small um, dishes. That's a really good one for breakfasts and lunches. The healing veggie soup also makes a lot. Those recipes are in Simple Healing Food um, and you can freeze them in containers. Um, the lamb chop hot pot for a more hearty meal at breakfast um, and the herbed pork meatballs with veggies in stock is also great. If it's a stew or a meal that I need to take with me, um, either for breakfast or lunches, I'll use one of these um, thermoses that are shallow that are great for a meal. This is um, a brand that doesn't isn't made anymore. I've had these for years, but this is just an example of the kinds of things you can find. Thermos, um, Thermos brand have food jars, which are quite good. They're about, I think you can get a 750 gram and a 450, something like that. This one's about 500 grams. And I find that's perfect size for a meal. Um, you can get smaller ones for kids. Lunchbots has one very similar to this. That's lunch, B-O-T-S. Um, and they are expensive, but they last a long time. Like we've been using these for about six years and we just bought one each and we use them for lunches or if we need to take a meal with us. So when we were doing gaps, what I would often do is have meals cooking overnight, have at least one meal cooking overnight in the slow cooker. In the morning, we get up, there'd already be a meal ready. So if we needed to take a meal and run, we just pop it straight out of the slow cooker into a thermos. Lunches are ready, breakfast's ready. Um, we'd often have the same thing for breakfast and lunch. So it does save time um, doing that kind of thing. And it's very filling and it's very healthy. If you can't stand the idea of meals for breakfast, you can ease your way into it little by little. Um, you might like to have a smoothie for breakfast and just put in as much nutrition as you can. Um, we add things like um, some egg yolks if you can, nuts and seeds, coconut cream, coconut oil. Um, if you want to, you could add a bit of ghee. You can add some like bananas or fruit depending on what your goals are with weight gain or weight loss or whatever. If you're trying to lose weight, you'd go more for things like blueberries and berries, berry-based smoothies. Um, if you're okay with a bit of um, banana, then that makes a really creamy smoothie. If you can't have banana, you could use um, pear. That also makes it very creamy. 
Um, if you can't have coconut milk or coconut cream, you can use cashew milk, cashew cream, or sour cream, 24 hour sour cream, um, kefir, you make some beautiful smoothies with kefir. Um, so those recipes also are in Simple Healing Food and Life Changing Food, and there's lots on my website. Um, add some collagen powder if you want to, add some peanut butter, just get as much um, nourishment in there as you can. And just keep remembering that principle that I talked about in the last video, that you need protein and fat at every meal. So at breakfast time, think where can I add some protein and fat? And if you're having smoothies, it's very easy to do because you've got your nuts or seeds, nut butter. Um, you can add your good fats in there and collagen. Um, and you can even sneak some meat stock into your smoothies. I know that sounds scary, but if you make a chicken stock um, that's quite mild and it doesn't have all the pepper and everything in it, although it doesn't bother me if, it, if I have pepper in my smoothie, it's quite cool. Um, if you make my, um, uh, what's it called? So in my life-changing food cookbook, you'll find a um, banana salted caramel smoothie. That one is perfect for hiding meat stock in. You will not even notice. It's a salted caramel smoothie. So if you've got um, salt in your chicken stock, you can just add like half a cup of stock to the smoothie and then just reduce the salt in the smoothie or don't add the salt and you will not taste it. So that's a good way to get some stock into the kids in the morning or for snacks. Um, you can also do um, hot drinks that have a bit of good fats in them um, and even a bit of protein. So you can make hot chocolate on uh, say almond milk or cashew milk that you've made yourself preferably. Um, which is just blend it up and you can make that the night before, have it all ready to go and just warm it up. And then I also add some egg yolks or some yogurt or kefir or something else in there to give it a bit of good fats. Um, and you can also do that with coffee. So you can do a butter coffee. You've all heard of butter coffee. Um, then you've got a bit of protein and fat in there and it's just really delicious. But you know, if you are finding that all these things, you're just like, oh, it's all too hard and I just need something super quick. And yes, I'm trying to think of protein and fats, but what can I do that I don't even have to cook? That's when I would just go for something like uh, a banana with a handful of macadamias or um, some plain yogurt, full fat yogurt with a handful of paleo granola. And those are my go-tos for when I don't have time to cook and I need to rush out the door and I'll just take it with me. Um, or you could do a chia pudding with the coconut cream, nuts and seeds and a few berries um, and have that ready the night before. But probably my best quick breakfast is always a banana with a handful of macadamia nuts. And I practically lived on that when I was um, so busy when the kids were younger and I was constantly rushing out the door. You know what it's like if you are a mum of young children. Um, it's hard to find time to sit down and eat breakfast. And um, yeah, I did a lot of smoothies, which I would just blend everything up all at once, pour it into a glass and go. Or I would just, yeah, um, bananas and nuts. All right, so I hope those are some good ideas for you. There's heaps of ideas for 
egg-free as well as eggs. And if you listen to the last podcast, you'll hear lots of ideas for more like the pastries, breads, wraps, um, pancakes, all of that kind of thing, cereals, porridge. Um, so there's plenty of ideas. I will be putting a blog post up as soon as I can um, with links to as many of these recipes as I have online or links to the books where they're from. I do have a lot of videos online showing how to make these things. And just keep an eye on my Instagram stories at Joe Witten and my Facebook stories because I do share a lot of what I'm making each day and you'll see ideas pop up and you'll be like, oh, that's quick. I can do that. Um, so hopefully that will help as well. All right, I'm going to show you a few demonstrations of things that I make for breakfast at the end of this video. So if you are listening on the podcast, you may like to pop over to my YouTube channel, Quirky Cooking, and you can watch the rest of the video there. But I will explain it as I go if you're listening while you're doing your walk or something. Thank you so much. And I hope that is helpful. Check out my recipes online at quirkycooking.com.au. And if you go to the media tab at the top of my blog, you will see videos. Click on that and then you can scroll down and see all sorts of cooking videos there that will help you with ideas. Don't forget there's also Simple Healing Food, which is my latest cookbook, which is focused on gut health and life-changing food, which is whole food, gluten-free. And then there's the old book, Quirky Cooking, which is a Thermomix cookbook. All three of these cookbooks do have Thermomix methods. The last two cookbooks also have conventional methods. All right, I hope that's helpful. Enjoy the recipes and I'll chat to you next week. Bye. So here I'm making the spicy beef, egg and avo bowls from Simple Healing Food. Got the onion sauteing in some ghee. Lovely homemade ghee. And then I'm going to add the mint and the spices. And then this can be done ahead and then put into the fridge and then you can just have all the um, toppings ready to go and it's really quick to warm up the meats in the morning and add the toppings. If you can't have onion, you could change it to um, so sliced zucchini. You could have some chopped cauliflower, carrot, all sorts of other veggies and just bulk out the meat that way. So I'm going to do a slightly quicker version of this recipe. Instead of adding uh, smoked paprika, oregano and cayenne pepper, I'm just going to add some of my Tex-Mex Spice Blend. So this is a new product in my online store and um, I use this blend in a lot of recipes. I love it. So it does have oregano in it and smoked paprika um, and cayenne. also has black pepper. So when the recipe says to add um, those spices, you can leave them out and add two tablespoons of this blend instead. Okay, the onion is softened and starting to brown, so I'm just going to add the mints. And, and two tablespoons of the texture blend. And just so you know, I use the Australian tablespoon which is 20 mils. If you're using an American tablespoon it will be 15 mils so the taste will not be as strong. So just make sure that you're using an Australian tablespoon from the recipe. A lot of the cheaper um, measuring spoons that you buy are actually 15 mil tablespoons so it's good to check.
So this recipe serves about eight people. You only need a little bit of um, mince and onions in the bowl and the rest of the bowl is filled with all the other toppings, including the boiled eggs, if you are having eggs. If you've got small children or you don't like too much spice, you can reduce it to one tablespoon. So anywhere between one to two, depending on how spicy you like it. Some avocado. And I've got some Kalamata olives here. So all of these bits and pieces are great in this beef and avo bowl, but you can really use whatever you've got. Some fresh green beans or snow peas, um, some sauerkraut, if you've got um, pickled beetroot or um, fermented beetroot, that would be lovely. So whatever you have. So if you're preparing this ahead, you can just have in a dish your greens, your olives and your boiled eggs and um, have that in the fridge ready to go. And in another container, you would have your um, beef and onions and then a jar of sauerkraut and a pot of sour cream if you want sour cream on top. And this is what it will look like when you assemble it. Lettuce, spinach, or whatever greens you're using. A couple of egg halves. Some olives, if you like olives. Some avocado. And a spoonful of sauerkraut. And if you like, a spoonful of sour cream. And I think that needs a sprinkle of salt and pepper. I wouldn't cut up the avocado ahead if you're preparing ahead, but if you already have one cut up, just squeeze some lemon juice on it so it doesn't go brown. So there we go, that's gonna go in the fridge for tomorrow. Those of you looking for some egg-free options, this is a good one, the cabbage and bacon stir fry from Life Changing Food. Basically, you're just slicing up um, cabbage, onion, bacon, garlic, and frying that with some olive oil and a bit of salt and that makes a really nice breakfast. So if you've got a few dishes like the cabbage and bacon, the roasted sweet potato, maybe some salad left over in the fridge, some um, you know other bits and pieces, you can make a really nice breakfast plate and just grab it and go. And I find it's the simplest recipes that you end up coming back to again and again. And they don't have to taste boring just because they're simple and don't have a lot of ingredients. They can still taste really good like this one. You need a nice hot pan, just stir fry it all, and then that can last in the fridge for about five days. So you can just use a little bit each day and just warm it up quickly. And a pan on the stove, and then you're ready to go. So it's quick to prepare and you can do quite a lot at once because it lasts for five days in the fridge and then you can just use a little bit each day and warm it up quickly in a pan for your breakfast. I really think it's important to get away from the idea that you can only really have things like cereal and toast and porridge and eggs for breakfast. Like, you know, think of breakfast as just another meal and you can have whatever you like at breakfast that you usually have at other meals. So we do have a lot of leftovers for breakfast. And that is usually pretty quick. Just warm up some leftovers and it's easy. This one is a great one for, specifically for breakfast. 
because it's still light. If you don't like a heavy breakfast um, and you don't want a full meal, this is still quite light and you can have a little bit of either egg with it if you like egg or you could have it on its own. Okay, so that's done now. Just pop that into a dish in the fridge. While you're heating up some sweet potato, just add a spoonful of the cabbage and bacon. One isn't quite as quick because you've got to warm it up, but if you've got 10 minutes, you've got time. So that's a great egg-free um, option for breakfast. Avocados are always great to have on hand if you can. We live in avocado growing country, so it's easy for us. Um, but it always makes a quick breakfast. And if you need a super quick breakfast, you can always take an avocado some salt and pepper and a spoon. I've done that plenty of times and just eaten the avocado with a spoon.